Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years. And when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean Metallica, Black and & Whiskey, and Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project? We all came up with the vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81 Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. One that would take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. A wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they are all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar. This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. I'm way too close to my camera. There's our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B and Crystal Lake Studios. Randy Griggs, it's lovely to see you, my friend. How are you feeling today? Did you order me that shirt, by the way? Which one? The one you recommended that I get myself. No, I recommended that you get it yourself. Where, where was the assist? I, it's it's there? a limit. It's oh, a limit of where, one. I ordered mine. Did you? Where order was yours? the assist on that? Good evening, Cigar Dojo and Flavor Odyssey audience and fans. So excited to be here. So excited to be back. Rob, we haven't been on the air in two weeks. Well, technically we were on the air, but we were out of we were on remote. Uh, you know, what on a sign. It's a different type of air. On assignment. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a dry dry it was a dry air dry heat. It was a dry. It was a very dry. You know, I can't tell you how much I was the biggest eye roller at that um, reference over the years until like we started until I started like frequenting Vegas with Cigar Dojo and you guys, and then like all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, it's actually because it's so dry. This hundred and eight degree heat isn't quite as bad as as it sounds like it would be. You know, it's so, you know. This year wasn't that bad. It was only a hundred and like five, which yeah. When I when I'd say that to people when we were about to leave, it's like yeah, it's only hundred and five. Everybody would chuckle. I'm like no, it's usually like in the teens. Yes. Um, and this was actually you know by the time we get back to the to the dojo, what did we decide to well it's called the dugout headquarters. By the time we got back to the uh, the Vegas dugout, uh, you know the the pool was in the shade. 
Country so, Club. Yeah, Dojo just, Country Club. Dojo Country no. Club. I like that too, actually. Ooh, yeah. Uh, we yeah, could get in the no, pool, yeah, Randy. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, hat, it was, hats off to, to Eric on on the house selection. The uh, the how close it was to uh, everything that we needed to be at. But but to your point, Rob, that the pool was in the shade by like three thirty p.m. was a really nice touch. I'm, I'm sure Eric spent hours on google earth oh God, like like uh, tracking that to figure out <laughs> tracking sun it's patterns. actually kind of it's kind of <laughs> creepy how much time he spends on google yeah. earth really i mean yeah. I, I don't i don't know it's it's uh, it's a strange thing but uh yeah are you just over there muttering and murmuring about sometimes you gotta you gotta google stuff you know i mean uh, anyway anyway yeah no it's it was a good show it was a lot of fun i'm sure we'll talk about it more as we go i'm smoking uh, a new cigar that we got at the show randy but we'll get into that in a second uh thanks everyone who tuned in live if you're watching live on the facebook go ahead and share the show we really appreciate it if you're watching on the youtubes go ahead and like and subscribe and bells and whistles and all that fun stuff uh it really does help people help people find the show which makes it uh possible for us to keep doing this you're listening on podcast we appreciate you greatly uh give us a five-star review uh leave a comment uh comment on randy's glasses uh maybe uh on my hat uh maybe on jordan's hat we should comment jordan are you wearing the stussy hat again i'm not uh randy Ooh. gave me this hat it's uh I've got a new hat that's a brewery hat like off the top of my head, I can't tell you which one. It's on the top of your head, though. <laughs> off the top of my head. It's, I like that. Uh, that was, was one of the man. better unintended puns of all time. Yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, nice. that's, that's, that's nice. wondrous brewing, which you might have heard of, uh, Rob. Uh, yeah. Win, my my good friend Win Wizenhunt, the owner of Wondrous Brewery. Uh, was one of my uh, barbecue teammates when we won the uh, the championship for chicken wings. Mm. That's a barbecue fact. team work. Do you like like separate I'm duties? The pit master. Oh yeah, of course you do. Yeah, you know you got. You got so it's like any master. other kitchen, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. That's, that's interesting. I've never really thought about it in those terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know that's I, not why anybody's here. I'm like but I'm the curious. I'm like the executive chef. Like I come up with the recipes and then I man the smoker. But then, like, um, you know, I got other guys in, in charge of, like, uh, you know, doing the seasoning and doing the vacuum sealing and doing the marinades. and um, You know, a lot of working, a lot of moving parts on a barbecue team. Rand- you know, Randy's in charge of rubbing the meat. So it's fact. It's yeah, fact. Yeah. I, I, I call so, dibs right out of the gate, just like our <clears throat> Vegas trips. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. On that note, uh, <laughs> Eric and Jordan joining us from uh, the dugout. Yes, uh, back in Colorado. Is it snowing? Is it raining? Are there hurricanes? What's going? Both? Volcanoes? What <laughs> yeah. is happening over there, boys? What's this going is, on? This is this this is the year that uh, summer forgot. Like it literally is. Even now that it's finally starting to get warm. Like today it rained most of the day. It's just the it's the <laughs> it's most. Been, it's getting there. Last night was a perfect last Colorado night, last, summer night until it started raining. And then we had. To, oh yeah, we all had. To, <laughs> <I> yeah. <forgot> <laughs> it's crazy, but no, we're uh, we're getting there. We're hoping that by Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, uh, things will have settled. Maybe we'll finally start getting into the actual, you know, summery kind of weather. Uh, but who knows? Maybe it'll just be one of those weird summers where it just continues on. So, uh, anyways, just, no, so that's the weather just, update. I know you guys are super excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado, the, the, the place where it's sunny and snowing at the yeah. same time. 
by the way, <laughs> by the way, as soon as we got back from Vegas, um, Jordan and I uh, took a little trip with the families up to Vail, Colorado. Took a and little trip. The weather up there was beautiful. We had a immaculate. And at, yeah, this is crazy. Uh, last week in Vegas, Matt pointed out in the pool. Look, there's Starlink, a Star Starlink train. Where I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but like. All the satellites just come whizzing by, yes, and you can yes. see it in Vegas with in, all the, in with, a line. Yeah, and this gi- yeah. giant line that lasts forty seconds just goes right across, right over your head. And so we were in Vail telling my wife and my mom about how cool this was, and then maybe an hour later, it, in Vail you can really see the stars and everything. You know, sure. uh, Sarah's like, "What's that?" And sure enough, we're like that's that Starlink right there, and we saw it again. I've never seen this thing in my life. We saw it twice in one week. week. It is the coolest. Very cool. It is the. If you guys have never heard of this thing, look it up. It's bizarre. It's the way they launch them all together at once, right? And then they eventually separate and go their own ways. But for like four months, they're in a line, and it's the weirdest thing you've ever seen in your life. I've never seen it. Never even heard of it. Now I've seen it twice. Yeah, it was. uh, It made all the headlines here in in Northern California um, about a month ago. Um, There's. Everyone thought it was UFOs. Everyone yeah. thought we were under attack. And like, like the, the next day, like uh, my dad sent me a video that night. He's like, "Oh, you're not gonna believe what's going on over my house right now." And then the, <laughs> the, the next morning, it was in like all the headlines, like all of Northern California freaks out. Turns yeah. out it's just Starlink. <laughs> yeah, Sarah was like, I, "I didn't know what it was. I thought it was like a building." We're like, "You thought just a giant building was like coming for us, like just rolling through the woods?" Uh, let's let's cut her some slack. That was like. You know, two thirds the way into a bottle of wine. Yeah, so, your you know. brain has to tell you something. Like, <laughs> apparently, she does. Is a that giant. the Empire State Building? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, we're in Vail right now. You, you remember that, right? <laughs> if that were the Empire State Building, we'd have real problems. Yes, uh, uh, that's no that's interesting. I've actually never even heard of Starlink. I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah, look that up. And now I want to to look for it, Randy. I missed all those headlines. Uh, out here yeah, I was going to say, apparently, now we know who reads the news in the mornings and who doesn't. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Randy, it. I've just been seeing... Are you drinking two drinks? Yes, sir. Duh. Okay, because I was going to say, it looked like yours is way darker than ours. Oh, um, so... Oh, crap. So, w- w- well, we should probably... Let's get uh, into it. Yeah. Let's get we into should it. probably get into explaining our drinks. Um, Randy, why don't you explain them for about two minutes Explain well, the I'm segment first, Randy, and then get into this particular yeah. drink. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. So, so like you, you know, this this um, season's actually been kind of unfolding a little bit organically. Um, in most seasons, pull back the curtain as we like to do here at, at Flavor Odyssey and invite the audience into the uh, inner workings of how we develop uh, uh, all the content here. Um, we often go into these seasons with this like overarching theme and plan to do something. Uh, this year. Uh, we started off a little bit different. We're really excited to, to really promote the Cigar of the Year um, as uh, as we started this season just a few weeks after the new year. And so um, uh, we kind of stuck with that, and we've been doing trends. So we, we started off with the Cigar of the Year sampler pack at Smokin. It is available right here, right now, for $54.99 at Smokin.com. I recommend you go get it. It was uh, the, the uh, five of the top ten cigars that we smoked last year. 
Uh, then we went into beer trends. That was really fun. Is it was something I was uh, really in uh, involved in for work, uh, looking at what what we were seeing coming out of last year and coming into this year. Uh, and then we just kind of kept the ball rolling. Obviously, our our last segment was something really fun to to do the far from terroir and talk about some of the trends that we see in the cigar industry. Um, and and we focused um, on on a variety of different ones, but the far from terroir was was one was kind of the crowning achievement, in my opinion, from from last segment, uh, talking about where uh where uh classically known origin tobaccos are being grown in new um in, in new areas um and so uh, you know simultaneously while we're working on all that robbie raz found uh, an instagram follow that he got excited about and shared with the group um mostly just trying to introduce it to to eric and jordan is eric and jordan um you know are, are so much more um kind of savvy on the whiskey side of things um, they've really kind of introduced both Robbie and I Robbie knew a lot more about cocktails than I did coming into this but but it was really Jordan and Eric that were like the bourbon guys the old-fashioned guys and um, and, and anyone that follows the show knows that I've fallen into uh, that that trend myself but uh, so Robbie sh- pattern, shared it Randy, uh, we call uh, that a pattern uh, very good very good so Robbie shared this video that we're we actually have queued up and and I'm gonna show in just a second not yet Jordan um, from from an account called Thirsty Whale, that was introducing uh, a classic cocktail recipe of the old fashioned with a new modernized kind of vibe to it that that really like embolizes a lot of the trends that are going on right now in the cocktail industry. And it got me and Robbie thinking of like, you know what we need to do is we need to highlight uh, uh, cocktail trends. And so uh, so tonight is the first episode of the cocktail trend segment. Um, we will be drinking a, a kind of a, a modernized old fashioned um, and so why don't we go ahead and tee up the video before we talk about what our pairings are. Jordan, take it away. So fashion in the world. You can make this in a rocks glass or you can use a mixing glass. Temperature is everything with cocktails. So let's stir down our mixing glass, get nice and cold. An old fashioned is a style of cocktail. It's the old fashioned of waking, making the original cocktail. So it has bitters, waters, and a spirit. Bitters is gonna be four dashes of Angostura bitters and orange bitters. I'm gonna do four dashes of orange bitters as well. Sweetener, I'm gonna use a rich syrup. One teaspoon, a rich syrup is two parts sugar to one part water. I like to use a turbinado or a demerara. Dark sugars go with dark spirits. Two drops saline solution, which is just 80% water to 20% salt. Make it pop! Now we choose a high quality whiskey, something nice. Nothing too low in proof. 80 proof's a little bit low, but if you're just getting into whiskey, maybe go with an 80 proof. I'm gonna go with a 90 or 100 proof. Some Jack Daniels single barrel, cause it's one of my favorites. Two ounces. Let's cut a cube. Use a Japanese pruning saw. Have some class freesia glass. Clear rock. Stir this down just to before it's perfect. We want the cocktail to be perfect in the glass, not in the mixing glass. If it's perfect in the mixing glass, it's gonna be past its sweet spot when it gets in the glass for your customer or your guests. Let's strain this out. Orange peel, express those oils. Wipey, wipey. Lemon peel. And there you have it. There's no lemon in an old fashioned. There's no orange bitters. You use Jack Daniels. You touch the ice with your hands. Is he even in the industry? He even bartend. He's fat. Stupid. <laughs> Best old fashioned. In- <laughs> I love this guy. I He's absolutely great. love this guy. Yeah, I totally stumbled upon him, Randy, just, just randomly. Um, <clears throat> you know, you get different reels that, that pop up in your, your Instagram feed. Um, and that was the one that I saw and you're right. I shared that with the, the, the group of 
I don't know, maybe a month, month and a half ago, something to that effect. And, and sure enough, here we are uh, doing that recipe. I think there's a couple of things that are really interesting um, about that recipe. And Randy, thank you for uh, for covering for me while you uh, talked about the segment. I am a couple sips into my drink. I'm like, yeah, this is really good, but something's missing. Completely left the citrus. So I had to go. Oh. I had peeled the citrus. Oh. I had to go back and I had to go back and express my citrus. So while Randy, Ooh. thank you for giving me time to uh, to express myself. Um <clears throat> But there's some interesting things. Thank you. I appreciate you, brother. Uh, there's a few things about that uh, about that recipe that that stick out to me. The first one for well, me, the first it, time I watched it. Oh, go ahead. You got well, something so, else? So I was just saying, yeah, yeah. In my mind, this should go a certain way. Um, yes, uh, I I really want to get into that video, into some of the, let's talk the about call our, out what points. We're pairing first. Let's go ahead and introduce what we're pairing tonight, and then let's get into it. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. I am obviously drinking the uh, exact cocktail that uh, was referenced. And Randy, when I say exact, I mean exact. I'm drinking uh, the exact same recipe. I used uh, Jack Daniel's Single Barrel, which uh, has really become one of my favorite uh, kind of just go-to uh, everyday whiskeys to have for 30 bucks or whatever it costs. Uh, it's not very expensive. It's quite tasty. I don't know if I've talked about the Jack Daniel's 10-year that I stumbled upon. Holy crap, that's so good. Uh, it's one of my favorites of all time. But uh, I used that. Uh, the one thing, he just said rich uh, syrup, which could yes. either be uh, Demerara or Turbinado. I use Turbinado. Uh, the one difference that I can see between the two, it looks like Turbinado has a bit more molasses uh, yes. and larger crystals, uh, which I was, uh, much to my chagrin, took a lot of stirring to get that to uh, dissolve into the uh, into the simple syrup or to the uh, rich syrup, uh, but yeah, and and I, I went through and I made the, the just the exact same um, recipe, and I am smoking a uh, a new cigar from our good friends at Tatuaje, the Tatuaje twentieth anniversary. Randy picked this one up at the uh, PCA trade show. Look at that, the burns looking pretty good. I smoked that on the show on Friday. Nice. Did you really? What did you think of it? It's real tasty. Yeah, maybe um, we can. Well, maybe we'll yeah. bury the lead well, and talk about it at the yeah, end. But yeah, so far so good. So that's uh, that's my pairing, Randy. What do you? Uh, did you use a rye? I figured maybe you would go off and instead of doing so. simple rich syrup, you would just put a big chunk of salt in there. I don't know. What did you do? So um, I I I tried very very hard to be as identical to the recipe as possible. Um, I didn't feel any obligation to get the same bourbon. Um, the only I thing just happened that I to have it, I wouldn't, right, I wouldn't right, just right. to be clear, I wouldn't have gone out and bought it. Uh, I no. just happened to have a bottle. Yeah. Um, so, so I, there was only one element that I wasn't able to, to mirror exactly, which was the ice I'll work on getting uh, cubed ice. So I, I <laughs> used standard, uh, ice cubes. Um, and then for my bourbon, I, I did use, um, uh, peerless bourbon, um, Ooh, which, which is which is not thirty dollars bottle by the way, um, and uh, and then the the only the other variance I have from you is I, I did go with Demerara um, over the Turbinado, um, but uh, but other than that I feel like I executed it to to the T. I will say I got cute. I couldn't help myself. I have them. I I, I went ahead and you put the, the, the Luxardo cherry. Yeah, of course it's I did. Funny, of course I, I did. I just, somebody just Duh. said that Aaron Aaron Stanky said the Luxardo cherries are a must. Um, and I did not do one, 
Uh, Randy, I like that you even curled up your accoutrement on a little. Uh, oh yeah, I told you. I I, 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 re- I, re- I really I really tried to nail this you, recipe. You, you give me you so much crap in. when I when I when I deviate. So yeah. Well, I, I appreciate the uh, I oh. appreciate the, uh, the the diligence. Yes, and, and then uh, yeah. yeah, then I I decided to pair it with um, a, an absolute classic, something that I, I thought would uh, would elevate the pairing, and something that I already knew and loved. So I am smoking the Davidoff Late Hour um, in the Robusto Tor- uh, Vitola. I'm not sure why it won't uh, <laughs> uh, go ahead and focus, but 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 yeah. So I, I'm smoking with, with the the Winston Churchill Davidoff. Did you do that hour. recently? My no, I haven't smoked this cigar in months. Are you just a, did you do a regular Winston Churchill recently? Yes, I yes, think so. I yes, did. No. That's oh. that's right. Yeah, good call, good memory. The R- Randy likes to tell the story that the the Churchill Late Hour is the first cigar that he ever smoked. That's a fact. <clears throat> Although I feel like you've told other stories that were the first cigar that you ever smoked, so I'm not really sure. Um, no, you you know I I, I commemorate a lot of things. So so like I I know you are, you're often the first inaugural. Um, right, right. An, annual cigar of your uh, existence per annually. Yeah. So, so this, I, this, I... this is unquestionably the first premium cigar I've ever smoked in my entire life. Um, I, I do reference uh, Le Bijou as the first box of cigars I ever uh, mm. I, I ever bought. And um, so, so somewhere in there, Camacho uh, uh, Barrel Aged has some first in my uh, in my early days. Oh, and that's that. what Jordan's smoking. Look at you that. You mean this? <laughs> that's funny because yours is uh, barrel aged in uh, Scotch barrels, and I got mine barrel aged in uh, Imperial Stout barrels. Oh, that's the Imperial Stout Camacho. Check you out. It's mm. a nice uh, segue, boys. What? Uh, so tell us, did you stick to the recipe? And uh, what are you smoking? Yeah, Matt did a, a phenomenal job of of um, of making this cocktail. It is it is really good. We'll talk about that more later. But I think the only difference that we have here is we went with Old Forester 100 um, nice. for our for our bourbon. Um, but I think the rest uh, is very very uh, um, by the book. By the book, uh, but we have the orange and the lemon and all the bitters that you need and all that kind of stuff. You know that Demerara sugar is expensive. It's eight dollars a pound. Yeah. Jeez. Holy. Jeez. Yeah. Were you saying that you thought Turbinado was darker? I thought Demerara looked darker to me. Yeah. You know, I I was agreeing it's, with him when it was coming out of his mouth, and then I realized that like, no, no, no Demerara is definitely the it's, darker. It's funny because I was looking at this yesterday. Uh, trying to decide, and I'll see if I can pull up uh, the same infographic that I found. I found uh, uh, opposing information that uh, hmm. basically they're they're interchangeable. Sure. Uh, then uh, the Demerara is a smaller uh, crystal. The uh, Turbinado is a larger crystal. So if you're using it in baking or something like that, that's something that you would take into account. Um, <clears throat> I saw that Demerara was one percent. Up to one percent molasses, while turbinado was two to three percent molasses. Hmm. But then I was reading the flavor profiles said that Demerara had a slightly more rich flavor profile, yeah. which made yeah. absolutely no sense to me. So uh, basically, the moral of the story is: do not trust Google and do not trust me. <laughs> Demerara is definitely harder to come by. Like you can get turbinado at most grocery stores, but Demerara right. seems to be like whole foods, I think, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think turbinado has more uses, like more standard uses. Demerara is more of like a specific baking 
use, at least based on what I saw. Um, but I think the you can actually make your own. Uh, that was one thing I was looking into, where you, you just basically it's just sugar and molasses, and you just mix them all together. And I, I didn't want to take that particular step because I had uh, my own. There may be some other. I don't think there's any other spices in there. I think it's just molasses that goes in there with the sugar. It's very similar. It's like it, it, it's uh, like a shorter step to um, to brown sugar, which is basically just sugar and molasses. So um, anyway. Uh, that was uh, that's that's interesting. Let's let's dive into this recipe a little bit. Uh, Randy. Real quick, just so you guys oh. know, uh, we saw that Jordan yeah. was doing the imperial stout. Um, oh, I yeah. got the uh, Alfonso uh, Anejo uh, oh, there. Going with the cheap stuff, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and um, and Matt, what did you go with tonight? Uh, EP Creo Allegiance. Allegiance. Okay, oh, so nice. that's that's Ooh. our uh, that's our pairings. We'll see how they go. I'm curious. Uh, Randy was raving about the Allegiance. At, yeah, uh, it was. At the trade it, show. it was. Yeah, I I found it delightful. As soon as I ran into Eric, he was like, "Oh yeah," it was like meh at best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I I am looking forward to hearing uh, uh, Matt weigh in on this. As uh, in my experience with Eric at trade shows, he's often unimpressed at first sight of a cigar, and then he warms up to it and comes to the, my side of seeing things. Yeah, it's uh, possible. Possible. <laughs> We'll There's there we'll there was one cigar that really impressed me at the show, and I wanted oh. to smoke it tonight because I, I feel I, like it would be a fantastic pairing. And I didn't smoke it because I have one, and yep. I'm hopeful that I can get off the schneid and actually review it. Uh, so maybe now that this is uh, out there for the masses to consume, um, I will. You're locked uh, in. I'm locked in. I'll, the Mikirita uh, Papasaka is a phenomenal cigar and i will uh i will review that in the coming weeks here on uh months years on cigar dojo uh, it will uh, at some point get into i thought you uh, wanted to review print. that cavalier you said. I, I i do but I, I, I that has to be delivered oh, wait, we to still got to get it yeah yeah, yeah we're, we're working yeah, we on to get on, it on so that. we're gonna uh, so that's but, that's two reviews I, I, you're thought, getting out of me. I, I i thought the same thing i almost grabbed the soccer con which i have in my mm. humidor um, that I'm Papa curious Saka. to try that. The, 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 sorry, Randy. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you one. Keep I'll get you one. Yeah, yeah. So, that wasn't so, what I was so getting Papa at. Saka, the, it's the same blend, just a But the Vitolas are vastly different. Right. Vastly. Like, oh, yeah. Vastly different. Yeah. Uh, the the I mean, Papa Saka, seven and a quarter a, by 56 like a, versus a Rebuso. <laughs> it's like a Corona Gorda, I think, actually. Yeah. It's something along those lines. It was a smaller ring gauge. But, um, yeah, that's uh, Aaron Stanky again. We're calling him out. He says, Papa Saka, can't wait to try them. That's it's well. I don't want to. Oh, we no, no. We, we, we all. Out. I already let the cat out of the bag, I guess. But um, and Randy, I'm expecting you didn't, I, uh, you didn't like the uh, the the previous one in that series, did you? The sock, the sock that con? much. This the sock con I smoked on a first impression show on Smoke Night mm-hmm. Live, and um, you know, in that first impression, it left me wanting. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll acknowledge that. Being said, it's such a huge cigar. I think in, in our in our first impression show, I smoked about an inch of seven and a quarter uh, and, and made the decision that it wasn't really for me. And then to, to Robbie's point, you know, we all smoked those uh, Papasakis at the show and that one hit from, from the, from edge from, to edge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, edge I, I, I nubbed, I nubbed that thing. That's the first cigar that's given me uh, uh spins in yeah, like four had, years. You had, you had the whoop de doos when you got up yeah. out, of that, uh, out of your that two hour uh, segment that we spent in in, uh, in, uh, in Mr. Sock's booth. Yeah. It was, 
he was uh, very accommodating and just fun to hang out with as always. Um, but it seems like every year it just gets a little, a little more fun and a little more fun. Uh, since we're talking cigars, Randy, before we get into the recipe, which I do really want to talk about, um, I do want to talk about my cigar just a touch because it is brand new. Uh, I don't know when it's actually going to be shipping to um, to retailers. Uh, I don't think it is out yet. It debuted at the show. Um, I'm smoking the Grand, the Grande. Maravelle, I should know how to say that better. Uh, six and an eighth by 46. Uh, uh, fantastic size. It's also available in the Grand Connoisseur, which is six and three eighths by 54. Um, this is, uh, it is, they're derived from the, uh, the Tatuaje Brown label, uh, and they feature Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers coming out of the My Father Factory Nestle. Just wanted to touch on that real quick. Uh, I don't know if we have a price point on these. Um, they're going to be like 13, 14 bucks, um, coming and That's, uh, and again, it's got that similar band to the 10th anniversary, but it's black and gold. Very, very cool. Very, uh, actually, Randy, we, we kind of are twinsies on the cigars. We got the black and gold motif, uh, going True. here. Um, but yeah, so far so good. This is the first time I have smoked this, um, getting some, I'm actually getting a lot of molasses notes out of this. And I wonder if. If the uh, the cigar has something to do, or the I beg your pardon, the cocktail has something to do with that, but uh, some nice leather notes as well, uh, a little bit of that earthy, sweet kind of molasses, maybe a little sugar cane in there. Uh, very very tasty so far, um, and a nice uh, black, almost white pepper on the retro hail, uh, kind of a bright pepper spice in the retro. So so far uh, so good. Do you want to? Uh, your cigar's been around for a while, but do you want to talk about it just a touch, and, and then um, we'll jump into this recipe? Sure. Yeah. No, I, I believe uh, this cigar came out in 2017, if I remember correctly. Um, I smoked it for the first time in 2018, my first cigar. Uh, it is uh, th- this really like uh, spun off the black line for uh, Davidoff. Is that right, Jordan? This was the first of the black line, right? Uh, um, no. No, it was of not. The, of okay. the black label Davidoff? Yeah. What was the so first? Davidoff Nicaragua was. Oh, Nicaragua was first. first. Oh, I, I got that backwards. They, I thought it was next. They don't even really consider that one in that line. Like Winston Churchill is, is its own line. It's, it's own. Th- that's that's a that's a great point. So 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 the late hour. You know, I, I'm anybody that's followed along will know. You know, I started with Maduros, um, and and uh, Robbie tried to get me into Davidoffs early on, and they tasted. Uh, too light and grassy and hay-like and paper-like, and I just couldn't uh, uh, appreciate or understand the flavors. And so uh, this was the first uh, Davidoff. Uh, this is the only, well, first cigar I ever smoked. So it was the only Davidoff that I really liked in the early days. I, I've, I've since um, you know, had my palate developed quite, quite a bit, and I, I now love uh, Davidoff cigars, even in the white labels. But uh, the Winston Churchill series is, is a high-end you know, specialty series that they put um, – uh, so some of the stronger tobaccos in this late hours, uh, in my impression, one of the darker, richer um, uh, cigars that, that they make, really, you know, obviously the, the black label, um, to, to Jordan's point, they, they do differentiate between the Winston Churchills and the black label. But I kind of think of all the dark black labels as um, just that darker profile, that richer profile with the Yamasa, the Nicaragua, the late hour, um, kind of making up uh, the, the dark side of the Davidoff line, if you will. And so, uh, it, you know, it has all the sophistication and nuance and complexity and uh, that, that you expect of anything with the Davidoff um, label on it. Um, 
um, but but they they really veer much towards that darker side of things. So I find this cigar to um, not be quite as spicy as a lot of the like Nicaraguan uh, Maduros that, that we smoke. I don't even think this is Maduro. They call it an Escuro wrapper. Um, so it might just simply be um, one one of the more aged and and color selected. Um, so it doesn't really have that espresso or chocolate notes, but it has that like deeper, darker kind of. Uh, I don't want to say roasty. I don't want to say smoky, but 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 it definitely lends that that darker, richer uh, complexion uh, to everything that you know and love from Davidoff. Beautiful. Uh, it's funny. I, I was just texting with uh, with my lovely wife. She's uh, she just got home, and I was asking her to make me round two because round one is we're getting down to the to the bare bones. They of this. go by fast, I, right? And, and right? she her text was no cherry question mark exclamation point question mark exclamation point question mark exclamation. I love you, Dan. So I th- <laughs> uh, isn't she the best? So I think I think we're going uh, we're gonna go cherry, please. Uh, we're gonna add a cherry to this one. I think that might be a bit of a miss on this recipe. And and just you guys can't see this, but shout out to Bill Powers for writing the longest pairing comment. <laughs> he, posted, uh, he posted his pairing like four times in it, one comment. It, it, it literally, like there's this side of the screen where it's scrolling it like, like the this. Matrix, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Look at this thing. Oh, oh, it's the same thing. He wrote it three yeah, times. Yeah. I see. I, so there's a, there was a glitch in the Matrix. Copy that. Uh, well, Bill, Bill's an old guy like me. Sometimes technology, you know, and us don't o- OG. always... Yeah, no sometimes G. we don't always uh, uh, sync up. So uh, jive, you don't always it's okay. jive. It's okay, Bill. Uh, I'm with you on that, buddy. He's trying. Uh, so let's let's jump in, Randy, to this cocktail. Um, so right off the bat, the first thing that stuck out to me was the saline solution. Oh yes, and I'm thinking yes. like that's I've never I've never added saline solution to a cocktail, and I, you know I, I I showed this to my wife and she's like oh absolutely it's just gonna make the flavors pop it's just like food salt is gonna make just about everything pop right salt makes everything better so it makes a ton of sense to uh to do a saline solution um in a cocktail uh to just for those of you if you're gonna make that on your own it takes a long 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 time to get that salt to dissolve i was stirring 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 if it if it does you didn't do it right because there's a lot of salt and not a lot of water, and it took forever to get that stuff to dissolve. Uh, so I was stirring that for a minute, but uh, that was interesting. And and the and I had never used um, rich syrup before, yes. regardless of whether it was turbinado sugar or just regular, you know, table sugar, whatever we call it. Uh, I had never used that before, so that was uh, that was interesting for me. To so basically, just for those of you watching, if you're making a simple syrup, you're doing a one to one ratio. So one cup of uh, water to one cup of sugar. You stir it up. You bring it to a boil. You let it simmer for five minutes, and you're done. This it, for a rich, you it's a two to one sugar to water ratio. Sorry. So if you're doing one cup of sugar, or I beg your pardon, one cup of water, you're doing two cups of sugar. And then add on top of that that this these sugar granules of this turbinado are a thousand times the size of a regular uh, sugar. They're, they're freaking gigantic. Um, it, 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 takes, it, it takes quite a minute to get that going. But the flavor profile on that, super, super rich, Randy. I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I was excited to see this because actually, uh, I think we've even touched on it on the air before. Uh, Jordan and I have gone back and forth on this because I make um, a, a, a rich syrup um, for a rich habanero syrup 
for my barbecue. And, um, and Jordan and I had a long conversation about it. I had never known the term for it to go two to one versus one to one. And so it was kind of great watching this video and understanding. And, I, and I've, I've checked this out with uh, several other uh, cocktail um, websites and, and, and influencers. It is a very standardized thing in cocktails that you have a simple syrup and then you have a rich syrup and, and they're, they're different. Uh, there are different concoctions and products that, that you would uh, employ in different ways and with different beverages. So um, to actually put a name to a two to one, uh, I was excited about. And then again, to, to your point, uh, Rob, you know, the way that, uh, you know, the Thirsty Whale host, um, you know, points out that there is benefits to using dark sugars with dark spirits versus light uh, uh sugars with light spirits made a ton of sense just hearing it on the surface now tasting it uh, understanding that you're it, you know, you know um, leaning into that richness the sweetness that you're getting from the barrel age um, the 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 uh, honestly I I genuinely believe that I can taste more of of the um, of the melanoidins and of the vanillins coming from from the, the, the barrel uh, I, vanillins, I, vanillins. I'm I'm familiar with Randy. Uh, Melanoidins. You know, I, 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 I do I, I do work in the in the, the barrel industry, so vanillins I, I am I am comfortable with. Melanoidins is new to everybody. I, no, this Melanoid? is something. This is this is for Friday's I'm, video game show, isn't it? I'm disappointed <laughs> in myself for for not talking about the difference between melanoidins and and uh, and, and or you and, need a and, shot and of penicillin for it. One of well, and, and and the Maillard effect versus caramelization. It's a uh, it, it's what it is. It, it's a it's a long chain protein. Uh, so, so a melanoidin is um, is kind of mimics on our palate what caramelization tastes like but it's not um it's not burnt it's just a longer uh, uh chain sugar it's what happens when you introduce uh protein sugar and and liquid and then uh and then heat so it comes across as very caramel like but richer uh look it up it's a it's a thing i promise um it, but it, kinda, I, it reminds I, me of something i don't know about you kind of reminds me of something too jordan <laughs> And just like that, another segment of Season 6 is off and running. We've covered the best cigars from last year. Beer trends, cigar trends, and now, here come cocktail trends! Follow along all season long as we continue to bring you the newest and coolest things happening in flavor today. To you, the greatest audience in existence. And we wouldn't be able to do any of it without the support of our sponsors. So first and foremost, we would like to thank Drew Estate Cigars. Please, tell me you don't need me to remind you that they're the largest premium cigar producer in all the world. And that supporting them and their amazing portfolio of cigars is supporting Flavor Odyssey. I mean, really, what are you waiting for? Get on them social webs and follow and engage with everything they do at Drew Estate. And when you want to purchase one of your favorite Drew Estate releases, what better retailer could you go to than Smokin? Smokin sponsors every cigar smoked here on Flavor Odyssey and keeps this train moving down the tracks on this journey with you every week. 
So check out any one of their 11 brick and mortar locations or find them online at smokin.com. Fantastic. That was a second late on that. Fantastic, Randy. <laughs> I, I, I was it like, was is great. he messing with me? Hello, <laughs> screwed the whole thing up. <laughs> it you guys, was a second. You guys, is, is, is it a good sign or is it a bad sign that when that starts, people say, "Oh, here's the. This is the best part of the show." Have to think on that one. It's, I, you know, I, it's it, it, it. I used to take it personally. Uh, I'm little, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna be real. I'm a little sensitive. I, I care quite a bit, and uh, I, I, I really want everyone to enjoy all aspects of the show. And I used to take it personally. Mostly but, your hats. You, you just, you just oh, well, gave I, in, right, yeah. Robert? You just gave in finally. Some, sometimes you just gotta rock. You gotta rock. This hat, Randy, is from a Mombacho Yo, trip down to Nicaragua. That, that's the uh, one, man. Uh, I, lo- I love that blue Nika hat you rock, but that's the one. Like, I'm going like, like, to sneak is, in your house one is, night. And, like, I, 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 oh, don't, it will don't be mine. It's, it's, the, the gun's loaded. Please don't do that. Um, but um, <laughs> the uh, – well, I don't even remember what I was saying. I was going somewhere, Randy, and you screwed it all up. Oh, I, uh, well, but everybody said that, that that was their their favorite part of the show. And you know, so I was like, wow, we need to step up the rest of the show. But if you watch those, <laughs> we can see up in the corner how many people are watching live. And that number doesn't dip after the after the reads. It's not like people are here for the reads and then they take off. So I, I feel like that's uh, a bit more uh, – it's hyperbole. hyperbole. Yeah. Kind of like when, when Randy's stumping for his trying to win – uh, it's it's hyperbole. It's it's you know there's little little of it is based in fact. I think the numbers and go up when Randy's read starts. It's like yeah, but they don't crazy. go down afterwards. Right. They stick around. Yeah, that's good. I normally think normally that's when everybody job. tunes out. It's like all right, I'm done with the show. So. I'm gonna be real. People uh, tune in for the melanoidins. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm I'm so proud prou- proud of New Chad. Uh, he- melanoidins. New t-shirt. Uh, no, it, it, it's one of those things in, in cooking that I, that I learned. We so often use the term caramelization when it's not actually accurate. Caramelization is a pretty specific uh, um, molecular uh, reaction. And the Maillard reaction is actually what you get when, you, when you're searing a steak. Um, so so that, that dark, rich, crispy characteristic that you get on the outside of the steak when you get a great sear on a, a really hot cast iron pan, that's actually the, the Maillard reaction which is forming my, uh, uh, melanoidins on the outside rather than caramelization, which mm. we you know, ignorantly overuse. It, it, again, they're similar they enough like that, that it's... Yeah, they're similar enough that it's not worth uh, correcting anybody over. I, I, I'm just shocked that this is the first time you guys have heard me actually make, make the reference. But, um, but yeah, that being the said, first time you've made that reference. Yeah, but but that, <laughs> but that being said, let's let's go back to this because because I really do enjoy. Uh, I I wanted to highlight very specifically some of the things that really, in my mind at least, watching that video and following this recipe, how this uh, deviates and and, and is a true variation of what we typically would drink on the show um, and and call it an old-fashioned. So um, the the rich syrup, to your point, uh, uh, Rob, you you know, obviously adds additional level of sweetness that we normally wouldn't in, in just doing the same uh, it, it, uh, amount of sugar at, at, at half the, the rate. Go ahead. Right. It actually adds more than just sweetness for me. Like of course. When, when we're, when I'm adding, I mean, uh, duh, right. But I feel like we should talk about it when we're yep. using simple syrup, <clears throat> you're just getting sweet. That's it. That's right. Like, and and that's, right. That, that, that's a bad thing, but that's what you're getting. This is 
we're getting some molasses. We're getting mm-hmm. some richness, which I think bodes very, very well for both of our pairings because we're smoking very rich flavored cigars. Right. There's a lot of synergy here, man, uh, between these two. We won't start getting into the pairings just quite yet. But for those of you watching live, don't forget to use hashtag pairing and tell us what you guys are drinking and smoking because we want to hear about it. Uh, and you have a chance to win uh, the, the weekly bragging rights for having uh, you know the favorite pairing on the show. I see a lot of them popping up. Uh, some folks aren't using the hashtag, so just a quick reminder there. But, yeah, I was surprised at how much <laughs> that really had an impact. And uh, wow. Derek Rose is pointing out the Japanese pruning saw. Uh, that is the part of the recipe I did not do. Uh, I do not have a perfectly clear block of ice uh, anywhere <laughs> I've never gotten in my that house. far into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I well I'll, tell, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, according to my Amazon account, my, my Japanese pruning saw will be here tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and, and I, I will share with you guys the, the, um, article I found on how to make perfectly clear blocks of ice. Um, you, you know, it, it's oxygen in the ice that leaves the white, uh, kind of, kind of shadow. And there, there, there's a way to, to manage that at home. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, I, before you move on, Rob, I wanted to throw out there. So, yeah. so yes, so, so you're getting a heightened sweetness. You're getting that molasses, that richness for me, you're also getting more texture. You know, it's oh, yeah, it's adding. Oh, yeah. it's Great adding call. an additional like like silkiness to well, the beverage. I I usually do demerara simple syrup anyways, but uh, I'd never done the rich version, which a lot of times old fashions tend to get too watery too soon. Yes. Right. So why not lessen the amount of water that's in the recipe from the get go? Well, and well, I'm gonna, and, and I'm that's say, dare I say, Randy, mouthfeel. Mouthfeel, yeah, hashtag. Uh, mouth, uh, yeah. Hashtag mouthfeel because uh, you know you, you skipped over the first thing that he says in the video, which I which re- really stood out to me because he actually lists the core recipe of of uh, old fashioned as adding uh, sweetener, bitters, whiskey, and waters is how he refers to it. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the video closely, he adds no water as an ingredient, but it, it is in the mixing glass as he's spinning it in the, in the ice, he's slightly mm-hmm. diluting it that way. And so, right. so that's the, the water addition. I'm, I'm, I'm totally with Jordan. I, I feel like before watching this video and having a little bit clearer and sharper technique um, to employ, I've, I've often over, um, I've over diluted my, my, uh, my old fashions previously because I think I'm adding the water and I'm doing that ice, uh, you know, spin. So, so just considering that as your water addition helps to to keep you in line. Uh, I I love just the term he starts out with in saying that that in cocktails, temperature is everything. That's something I think that we'll continue to uh, touch on in this segment as, as we look at really trying to execute a, uh, a, uh, you know, a cock, uh, a bougie cocktail bar experience at home, and you know it's hard for you and me, right? We sit here and we we talk through the whole show. You know, I don't have Dana, uh, or, or, or or you know, my wife is not willing to play bartender for me while I'm at the show. So, you know, when I made mine, I, I literally just doubled up the recipe and did it twice into the same glass. Um, yeah, that's and, that's uh, the tough part. Sorry, Randy, I mean to cut you off, but that was I want you're bringing up a point I really wanted to touch on. Yeah. Because he's he says this in, I don't know if he says it in all of his 
um, all of his posts. And if you if you get on Instagram, you really start following these cocktail people. They kind of have their catchphrases. There's sure. one gal who always talks about fresh. And Dana follows her, and she makes some fantastic, more botanical, fruity, uh, floral type cocktails, summertime stuff. Uh, and like she'll always have some citrus. And then they'll cut in the middle of the video, and she says it has to be fresh. And I don't know what her name is, uh, but you'll, I'm sure you'll find her. I, and she does, uh, you know, she she has that. And, and his catchphrase is, he has two actually. Uh, you know, the the your cit- like get your fresh citrus lemons from lemons from your mom's house. If they're from yep. your mom's house, they taste better. Something like that. And have some class and freeze your glass. Freeze your glass. I like yep. that. And I Randy. Like that one, yeah. Our backgrounds tell us well, not to freeze the glass. I'm so, I'm so glad I you, just, you, you, you hit on was, that because yeah, that's in my show notes of something I wanted to really oh, it, touch it hurt, on. It hurt my heart because this guy's like, oh, have some class and freeze your glass. I'm like, no, never freeze yeah. your glass. But for, oh, wait for a second. For 15 years, I'm I've been a paid of, professional. <laughs> uh, yeah. For 15 years, I've been a paid professional doing uh, 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 staff trainings at restaurants and bars and, and golf never, resorts. Never and, 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 and yeah, freezing the glass is so taboo in beer. So let me just touch on that real quick because I do want to throw a warning out to people so that they do it right. Uh, because I buy into what this guy said. I froze my glass tonight. The, one of the main reasons you don't freeze your glass for beer is because it creates nucleation points that will uh, cause your beer to uh, go flat much quicker. It'll knock mm-hmm. CO2 out of solution. It will also it's chill the beer to bubbles, a... To Right, right. And it'll also chill your beer to a point where you stop tasting uh, some of the nuanced flavors of uh, the grains in in beer. You don't have that problem with the intense uh, uh, flavors coming from uh, such a simple cocktail like the old-fashioned. And then additionally, uh, but but my my word of warning to people, and this is something I've done, uh, you know, I've done demonstrations of, if you were to take... an open bag of broccoli and put it in a freezer, wet your glass, put it in there and let it freeze. The aromas of the broccoli will adhere to the wet glass. Mm. And then if you filled that glass with water and smelled it, it would smell of broccoli like that passes through the air in a freezer. And so um, that's one of the things that I noticed in his videos. He has, you know, he's at, he's at his home bar He's got a, a freezer dedicated literally to, that holds nothing but ice and glasses. Uh, and, and so, you know, be aware of the environment that, that you're chilling things. Also, you never want to wet a glass or put a glass wet into the freezer because then you actually have icicles on the inside that's going to dilute the, the beverage beyond uh, your control or your designs. So just a dry glass in the freezer with no other... You, you know, strong aromas that could potentially influence the, the flavors uh, uh, adhering to your glass. So, uh, but, but I, well, but, I thought in, in, yeah. the, in his video that he, he didn't put the glass in the freezer. He just chilled it with, with ice. No, that no, no. His, he, that was the mixing he, glass. Yep. True, that was true story. T- take another look at it. And if you mm. watch all his videos, he always says, show some glass, chill your glass. Uh, I know, and but he I pulls he his meant, glass. But- no, he ch- pulls his glass out of the door of the freezer. He okay. chills the mixing jar with the ice is what you're thinking. One thing I got to comment and- on about this guy is he, why, do, why do these bartenders have to like when he pours like the then he does the bitters like he has to hold it like this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like just can you just turn I, the bottle over? And, the the one thing cool. it's the one <laughs> it, 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 it is pretty cool. The one thing and Randy, I know that you've done this already. 
you went out and you, you bought, and I think this guy, this guy's doing it right. He's got like an Amazon store where you can go buy all the stuff. So mm-hmm. he's, he's doing it right. And there was actually one video where I watched where he was, he was super thankful. Like I, I dig this guy. I, 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 I'm not connected to him in any way at all, but I just think he's super cool. He was, he was super thankful for all of his followers because he's doing so well with what he's doing now that he was able to quit his day job that he hated. So he loves his wow. life so much more now. And I just thought that was just really cool. That's neither here nor there. But uh, just just kind of a cool thing. Kind of makes you like the person uh, behind the idea. I'm not saying that all of his uh, his recipes are great. I've, I've only tried a few. But um, I, I like that he has his bitters in his own. Uh, he, he got separate uh, jars for his bitters. You can almost kind of control. Yeah. Because when you I've noticed this, and I don't know if you guys have. But when you buy Angostura bitters or different bitter brands, the the current uh, Angostura bitters. When I do one dash, it's a shit ton of Angostura right. bitters. And Dana came out. She made the drink, and she came out. She's like, "The bitters are way." That's why you had to get off the camera with me, Jordan. She was like, "The bitters are way too strong." Because I think one dash from my bitters jar, maybe it's just there's a little right. crack in there, an imperfection that I don't know about, um, is could be three or four dashes. It's a ton. And I'm tasting that here. The bitters are really, really strong. So if you have something where you can put it in a, you know, a, a, a vessel that you know you can control, or even if you're using your own dropper, um, that makes it a bit easier to control what you're doing. I just thought that was another, another cool aspect of, yeah. uh, 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 of what he's offering. After, after watching and checking out his Amazon store, I've bought the, um, the bitters dashers. Uh, I uh, also uh, They're in my <laughs> cart. I haven't done it yet. Does that mean you have to make your own bitters now? Uh, no, no, no! Oh, I'm no. just, I'm just filling from, from. But I, wait he, a second! He, he you haven't been making your own bitters, you guys. No, are but he does challenge that, like the standard Angostura and orange that we use are like kind of the low rent versions, and there are higher uh, end bitters. So I will, I will be looking into that. Uh, I also making bought your own bitters this is kind of fun. That's you one thing do, I don't, can, I don't well, like Angostura's orange bitters. They're, uh, they're too. No, um, oh, I think you dark, mentioned that. Orangey enough, like. There's, there's another there's What's another the brand, brand that you, you subscribe it's like, to? It's like Reagan's or something like it's, that. Does it have a picture, like a black and white picture of an old dude on it? I think so, yeah. It's right there. Yeah, there's like this, like it's an old act, scraggly looking dude. It's actually orange, like in the bottle. Like yeah. Uh, that's the one that I use. Yeah. I uh, guys, like, I, I have one comment, or actually uh, two. <clears throat> I'm going to kind of uh, mimic what Robbie said maybe 15 minutes ago. First of all, you, when you go to like a really nice, you know, cocktail lounge and they give you an old-fashioned it's really great i always wondered like how do they get this really deep richness to the old-fashioned you know like right. i've always wondered that and i think now we know it's this it's this it's um, the demerara rich yeah stuff. it's the yes. double yeah. yes. it's the double you know the two to one ratio and the dark sugar and the dark sugar it's 100%. So, so good but then also and this is even my bigger point the salt. salt. The salt. It's, Why yes. aren't we doing this with yes. every freaking and cocktail? If you look like, it up, I want to do what it. They say you should do it on every cocktail. That's the missing. Yeah. That's the yeah. missing ingredient. Uh, absolutely. And I don't want to get off topic, but Craig Lee, uh, he said Reagan's bitters. That's exactly the ones that I use. The Reagan's that's the bitters. No. I just looked it up. It's got the old, old picture of the old guy. Yeah. Um, well, well, this is exciting. But, I will. I, I'm going to go ahead and point out we're we're, we're running up against it, but I yeah, love all the points that you guys made. Made. I I I I, I, I want to just say. Say I couldn't agree more with uh, with Eric. I recently went to dinner with uh, my my bosses for a uh, an event we were doing, and and I have thought a half a dozen times about calling the restaurant back and finding out like what <laughs> right. the hell was in that old fashioned. It was so significantly 
different and had more texture than, than what I'm used to. And, and that's what it is. It's the rich syrup with a, with a, a dark sugar. Um, I, I will warn against saline. So, so what, one thing that I've learned, so I adopted this right away. I bought the dropper jars. I, I, I did the whole nine. And so I've been adding saline to all my cocktails and we'll talk about it as we go through this segment, which cocktails like maybe benefit the most from it and most warrant it. I'm a big gin and tonic guy these days. What I found by adding the the saline solution to my gin and tonic was it actually like emphasized the bitterness of the quinine um, and it was unpleasant. So I've already found the one cocktail that saline solution does not belong in, in my experience, um, is the gin and tonic. But but so far, everything else has has been improved. It it should be a sweeter, if if it's a sweeter cocktail, the saline Mm. probably does it well but with yeah, right. a gin and tonic but, being already but you know, I don't, I, my first inclination right. would be that it should be in darker cocktails but a lot if you go online a lot of people do it in margaritas so like right. I, I was about to, i was well, going to say i think it actually have, have started already in, yeah yeah i think it started right. in margaritas and i'm i'm one of the people that like do not want salt on the rim of my glasses oh. it's probably a cheaper it, this probably yeah. started as a cheaper way to salt your margarita than yeah, putting right. well, than getting right. expensive or, or salt as a way, to put on or as a way to add salt without it being this like uh, intrusion in your mouth i like where, that where, intrusion where, in my mouth oh you do yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. new hashtag um, that's mouth randy that's mouth the shirt intrusion. you need to do intrusion in my mouth.com hashtag uh, mouth intrusion somebody uh, see if that uh, domain name is available real quick uh, yeah, uh, somebody uh, grab uh, that I, I well, 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 Rob, j- just to try and keep us somewhat within the realm of uh, of the show parameters here, uh, yeah. why don't we talk a little bit about better cocktails so we can get to the pairings, so we can get to the voting because already yeah. this is you know we're twenty minutes from yeah. the end of this show. Um, and, and there's there's one thing that we haven't even mentioned that we for, for whatever reason we just kind of glossed over it. I have never had lemon in an old lemon. fashioned. Thank you. Yeah. Not, not, to, never once. To me, and that brings it into the Sazerac kind of it, realm, right? But it, but it, it, it also I'll brings, it adds, you get the orange and there's, not all citrus is created equal. We've talked That's about right. this a lot. And when you, you put the orange, you get the orange, you, you rub it on the glass and rub, rub, like he says, you know, all that stuff. It's fun. And I always do that. But then the lemon just adds, he talks about the salt adding that pop, but that lemon is so bright and so different yeah. than any other flavor that's in here that just takes us to this. This is already my favorite segment that we've ever done. And we've only like, seriously, like and we've only done one. <laughs> this is, this is one cocktail that I give Randy shit about all the time for always doing and, Like, I feel like I'm experiencing it again for the first time. Yeah. I know yeah. that sounds kind of dramatic, but these are the Demerara uh, or I did turbinado, but the, the rich syrup, the saline solution and the lemon transform this cocktail and, and like really just lift it up on a pedestal in a place that I just never knew that you could really go any further. Do I always want to have this as my old fashioned? No. Sometimes I want that classic old fashioned flavor, but this, and maybe it's because of the pairing Randy and we'll get into that uh, here shortly, but man, I'm, I'm digging. And the one thing I think he got wrong is leaving out the cherry because the cherry yep. added in the second one. Uh, but there's if you look at most cl- like original old-fashioned recipes, the cherry's not in it. True. That's more of like a Manhattan thing. Hey, right. Hey, Jordan, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story, my friend. <laughs> just, I, well, I was, well, I was well, on a roll, yeah. and you just, you just stomped well, it, and if, I, I don't appreciate if, it. If I can support what you said there, there, Rob, you know, what I think that the lemon does is it's complexity. It's layers. Mm. 
it, you know, you're still in that citrus world where you're used to that orange. But then, like you said, there, there's, uh, you, you know, a, a depth to orange where, where a lemon has more of a brightness to it. And so you get to experience more of the spectrum of yeah. citrus. And again, we, we didn't ex express this lemon. We didn't do the wipe wipe around the outside of the glass. It's just in there. And so like you're kind of inhaling it. And so it's, it's really more of an aromatic, uh, you, you know, um, interaction with it. But, but it just gives you a more complex and full characteristic. I, I think the same yeah. thing with the cherry. The cherry isn't flavorful enough to like overpower any other characteristic. It's just one more, just, just one more thing that you, you notice is you're like going through your lexicon of, of adjectives as you're thinking about the flavor experience of this drink. It's just one more thing. It's like, Oh, and there's that, that sweet cherry. There's that rich. And, and here's something else that like this all falls into is like Luxardos are so much richer than a maraschino, mm -hmm. right? A, a maraschino, uh, maraschino are like like that bright, like ultra sweet. Where the Luxardos Don't are a little bring bit no more maraschino more... into my house. So get out of my face. Right, right, right. Like 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 Shrek, exactly, Eric. Uh, yeah. You got to um, peel onion. the onion. <laughs> but it, it's it's funny, Randy. Like first of all, a lexicon of adjectives is one of my favorite things that you've ever said. You said a lot of fun <laughs> things on the show. That was fantastic. Uh, I think given what we're doing specifically with pairing when you bring that cherry yes. that stewed fruit right, let's get especially yes. with both of the cigars yes. that we're smoking uh, i think that really does add uh, just that extra level of synergy we're both going thumbs up i can already tell everybody that Rand you can just throw them out there jordan uh randy i'll let you go first because i know how you like to stump for your votes uh everybody if you're watching live please vote uh, if you're listening on podcasts and you feel like Randy should never win, you should totally watch live just so you can vote. Just tune in to vote and then just leave. That's totally fine. I'm down with that. Uh, all hashtag right, so, Team Robbie. Randy, all tell right. us about your parents. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I love how blaming me or accusing me of stumping. Stumping. Led to my stump. own stumping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, no. So, we've talked a ton about the cocktail. Obviously, that's kind of the focal point of the show. Uh, for me, the pairing with the late hour has been uh, absolutely a, thum a thumbs up. I'll go in reverse t today since you announced my vote before I cast it. Well, um, it was pretty obvious. Yeah, it, but, but again, going into this late I've, hour... I've smoked that cigar and I'm drinking it, it, the same drink. I, I know right, it's, it's, it works. Right. <laughs> the complexity of this cigar you, you know, does range from having a fruity, uh, a stewed fruit kind of characteristic to it, uh, to a to a richness, to a sweetness. Um, I, I will say, you, you know, for for a cigar of this depth, uh, I smoke so much Nicaraguan heavy cigar. It, I almost feel like the the pepper is lacking sometimes when I smoke this cigar, but not with this cocktail. Um, I, I I feel like the black pepper might actually even. Uh, interfere with the synergy uh, uh, of the cocktail and, and the cigar. I feel like it, it is a direct correlation where I'm getting some stewed fruit. I'm getting some richness. I'm getting some sweetness. The, 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 the ensemble of baking spices that range from cinnamon <laughs> to allspice, um, even, even a, a, just a hint of cardamom for like a little bit of a brighter, like, like we've talked, we've talked about how cardamom can come across as like almost pepperminty. Um, mm. it, it really like lends to this brightness that, that is matching with the aromatic exposure to, to the lemon. Um, to me, this is, I mean, all stop one of the best, one of the best pairings I've ever experienced on the show. 
Full stop. Uh, so I've got a prize, like a, a legit, real, like from from the depths of Robbie's humidor prize, for somebody who will go back and say and tell me how many times Randy has said that exact same statement. This is the best pairing <laughs> that I've ever had on this show. So because I guarantee you this that it's over five. <laughs> I guarantee it's over five. It I'll put mean the over under every single time. The over under at four and a half. I, I'm not. I'm not negate. I'm not uh, arguing the validity of the statement. I'm just uh, questioning the um, uh, how often you do it. I, I couldn't think of the term there. But no, I, I totally agree with everything you said, Randy, except for one thing about the spice. Uh, but I think that's the one thing that differentiates what we're what we're smoking. We're getting a lot of the same flavor profiles. I bet rich flavors. There is a big molasses sweetness all the way around in this, which I really, really dig. Earthy sweet. Um, that's one of the things that really stands out for me in just about any pairing. So this is a very enthusiastic thumbs up. Um, with this uh, Tatuaje 20th, which we're, we're getting down to about at the halfway point here. Um, <clears throat> the one differentiator, and I really, the reason I said the thing about the cherry was because the, the, the pairing mm -hmm. got elevated once I got that cherry in there. Because that stewed fruit note, Randy, we get that a yes. lot, especially yes. when we're talking about uh, heavier, uh, darker uh, cigars, darker wrap cigars. You get that stewed note. Uh, 23 times. Kevin Acuff, winner. Uh, no, he's not the winner. <laughs> but I, if, if somebody will, will do the diligence, I, you will be uh, greatly rewarded. Uh, by uh, from the uh, from the depths of my humidor, there's there's a lot of stuff creeping around in there that needs to be smoked, um, and I won't check your work. I just want to if somebody comes through oh, me and well, says it's this episode, this episode. This <laughs> well, but if, he, if, if just be, just just make it look right. If you make it look right, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and you know, message me directly. You know how to find me. Um, but uh, the one differentiator, Randy, for me is that black pepper. And it's almost a white pepper spice for me. And it's a brightness. It's not necessarily on the tongue. It's the retrohale. And it just kind of, it's almost like a reset button. And mm. I know we, we talk about kind of a palate cleanser. And it really does, it almost, it almost like kicks everything out. And then that it, it's a little bit fresher for every time I take another puff. This is a this is a pretty this is a pretty good. I mean, this is a good cigar. It's Tetuaje. It's the 20th anniversary. It's it's brown label. This is a good cigar. It's, it's an it's amped a, up brown it's label. It's less version. than six months away from being a 94. <laughs> it is. I'm telling you. I, I'm not reviewing this one until January, so I can give it a 96. <laughs> actually, right. but uh, no, you'll definitely want to seek this out. But the the differentiator I think is that spice. All those things that you said, Randy, are, are the cinnamon. The, I mean, the cinnamon is, is, is really present in both of these, these aspects. Um, that lemon really pops, mm -hmm. that white pepper, that, uh, maybe red pepper is a be it's, it's a bright, hot pepper. Maybe red is a better descriptor. But it really does almost reset the palate to, 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 to go on the journey all over again. Um, I, 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 this, honestly, this should be a 51 to 49 vote, if not 50-50. Because I think we both, honestly, I think we both nailed it. I think you, yours is just a little bit sweeter than mine, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. maybe, maybe a bit richer. Um, but I've got that that earthy aspect, that earthy sweet, which I think works really, really well. And then that bright pepper to kind of uh, to to reset everything. But yeah, definitely a thumbs up for me. I'm really curious to see how the audience voted. But Jordan, I'm even more curious to see some of the audience pairings. If you are ready to uh, to show us some of those. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, we got, uh, oh, we got quite a few, actually. Um, 
Let's see here. We got Stephen Moses. He went with the West Tampa Red, uh, the new West Ooh. Tampa, uh, with a rare breed, 116.8 cask nice. strength, ultimate old fashioned, getting lots of cabinet spices and pepper on the cigar. Orange bitters and bourbon are perfect. Very nice pairing. Two thumbs up. That's a nice choice. Nice, the rare nice. breed gets. We talk about this quite often, but the rare breed, ah, the rare both so uh, the bourbon and the the rye. I, I really dig the rye. Get overlooked just because it's wild turkey. I think. I don't know. We got. Kevin O'Connor, he's got uh, not quite the exact pairing, but uh, banana spice rum old-fashioned with a uh, Hoya de Nicaragua Cuatro Cinco. Cinco. Mm, nice. Notes of earth, smoked wood, coffee, and red pepper. The pairing is bringing out a little honey sweetness and some nice creamy chocolate notes. Nice. Ooh, that sounds got, like banana uh, bread. That sounds delicious. Sounds banana delicious. bread pudding situation. Mitchell's and that guy's got the old fashioned with a Canadian twist wild turkey, single barrel maple syrup, a few grains mm. of salt, Angostura bitters, black star line, uh, Mr. Fahrenheit cigar from black star, Ooh. yeah, black star line, uh, Mr. Fahrenheit, uh, paired together nice. with, with like a chocolate orange covered in musty peanut shavings. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, like, I like that, goodness, uh, Mitchell coming with the heat. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, I wasn't he's, sure we were going trying to, try, trying to throw a bunch of words in there to get yeah. us excited. <laughs> it worked. And, and then Bill Powers posted <laughs> this thing, uh, which which says, uh, "Could you translate that for us?" It went, it went off the reservation Summarize. and concocted my own best old-fashioned, a maple orange old forester. Uh, which is two ounces of bourbon, two tablespoons of local bourbon, barrel-aged maple syrup, two tea, one teaspoon Cointreau, two dashes of Angostura bitters. Orange peel garnish paired with Perdomo 12-year double-aged bourbon Maduro. Uh, the concoction is surprisingly good and pairing well with the cocoa, pepper, and earth in the cigar. As I progress, the mm. slight fruit sweetness of the cigar is highlighting the maple and orange flavors of the drink. Overall, a great pairing, especially with the Perdomo double thumbs up. Wow. Wow. That was oh. even long. I, I just read one of those three, and it was still <laughs> a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> Regardless of how we end up voting, build good efforts. Yeah, yeah, jeez. Uh, Nathan Stewart, him and his dad are pairing the old Claro with an old-fashioned made with four roses, single barrel, hunter proof. Uh, there's some bite coming from the orange bitters, and combined with the finish on the cigar, reminds us of both the smell of a familiar wild sage bush, brush maybe. He said bush, but I don't know. If, uh, uh, it's a double thumbs up for us. Um, we got three more. Uh, Joe Machado is doing the old fashioned in, in lieu of the salt water, using the El Dorado 12 year old guana as a substitute for the sugar water with the devil's hands. I think that's a warped. Uh, maybe too much alcohol. Still, still, I don't know what he's saying there. Uh, he's got I, thumbs up. Did he really just reference guano in his <laughs> Bat guano. Go, go Guano I'm, bowls. I, I, I'm out on the on the on the bat feces <laughs> in the cocktail. You lost me at bat feces. <laughs> now, but just be real. We all know what guano is because of Ace Ventura, right? Exactly. <laughs> I, do, I mean, I'll if you've ever more. run a hydroponic farm, then you know. For anyways, one more. Craig Lee. It's got Craig. Uh, dark war witch bonded Jack Daniels. Perfect old fashioned sweetness of the cocktail versus the spice of the cocktail. What? Uh, when sipping and <laughs> when what? sipping and drawing on the cigar, the aspects of the bitters and cherry notes come forward. Of the cigar is before he's. I don't the, the writing on this. I don't know, Craig. Uh, <laughs> he, he had four old fashions before yeah. he wrote this, or, yeah. or, or Jordan did. No, I'm just reading this. Oh. 
some of the sweetness is muted in the cocktail, but the pepper notes pick up in the cigar. Great way to in beep joy the cigar Warwich Wednesday. In mm. I have I have two to that I enjoy the cigar. I have two that I've picked. I have two that I've picked. I have a winner in my mind. I, I have start? one. I'll go first. Uh, okay. I'll, Mitchell gets my vote. He messaged me directly on uh, on Facebook oh. and was asking, like, hey, you know, what about this? What what, about what's that? it going to take for me to get your vote? And then you were like, no, well, no, no, no. $50. <laughs> Here's okay. my QR code to my cash app. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Venmo well, me, baby. Enough said. Yeah. Enough said. I'm more, I'm, I'm more of a Venmo guy. But, uh, no, I think it's interesting. He, he, he tweaked the recipe a bit, adding the maple syrup, but uh, it just sounded like I a like great it. pairing. That gets my vote. What do you think, I like it. Yeah, I loved Mitchell Sons. I loved five out of the eight. Um, yeah, all couple of them. A couple, couple of them, I don't know what the hell you're watching or what you're doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about you. <laughs> Call me after the show if you need a, a sponsor. Um, but, uh, but Stephen Moses gets my vote. Steven, okay. I I actually had uh, the two stars that I wrote down was, and I think this pushes it over the top, was Mitchelson um, and Nathan's. Those Both of those pairings to me sounded super good, but um, I, I guess based on that. Jordan, Mitch- chime in. Yeah. I would say it's between Nathan Stewart and Steven Moses. Mm. Uh, they sounded like they were going in. Nathan was my other star. Closest to what the actual well, drink is. Well, I, I, I don't know. Uh, this, need... feel, this sounds like two votes for Mitchell Son and two votes for think, Steven Matt? Moses. And I think Matt, Matt, Matt Hall is the tiebreaker. <laughs> Matt, you've got you nearly. You haven't nearly had enough. One more time. Camera Not time. all no. of them. No, no just no, no, no. Just read oh. those two. Yeah. Just, we've just got two. Mitchell Son and, and Steven Moses. He's got uh, the Canadian Twist Wild Turkey single barrel with maple syrup, and then he's got uh, Black Starline Mr. Fahrenheit, and then the uh, who was the other one? Nathan Stewart. Yeah. Steven, uh, Steven Moses. Steven Moses. No, oh. no, it was Nathan. Those are the two. Nope. No, it wasn't. Randy, you was the only, Randy, you were the only one that picked Steven. No, I wasn't. I picked him. Oh, Jordan did. All right. Steven Moses versus Mitchelson. And then Let's Steven go. Moses was uh, West Tampa Red with uh, Rare Breed. No, no. Old fashioned. <laughs> I, I go Mitchell son. Yeah, I think he did way. an Irish twist. This was a bur- this was a bourbon Canadian, old Canadian, fashioned Canadian twist. Yeah, what what I say Irish? Yeah, same thing. You yeah. might as well. It's funny because well, when he messaged well, he me, won. he was asking about an Irish whiskey. Mitchell, uh, you just won. Bragging rights. Well, I, I love you, Mitchell. The the suit was tremendous at PCA. <laughs> Canadian takes you out of the running, in my opinion. Yeah, I wouldn't I'm go sorry for that, either, uh, but you know, that's the way it I'll went. Tell you what, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm sorry that we trusted Matt with this. That's uh, that's disappointing. Uh, no, you should <laughs> never ever be disappointed yeah. in Matt. Especially on this Matt episode is, where we're going like the most, the best old fashioned, yeah. and then you do a spin Matt. On Matt it. is an awesome human being, like, and, and then so I would have did it with vodka. What? Randy, this just, just be quiet. It's, it's this, fine. Is most, it is. this is the most controversial audience pairing we've ever had. It's so I've, I've got a, it's so I have true. a couple things to say. I have a couple things to say, if that's all right. You, you're I'm already going to do your victory lap? Can we at least no, hear the I'm, votes I'm, first? I, I'm the second oldest person here, so please let me have my moment. Because um, um, old white guys never get their chance. Um Jesus I, I think Christ. I think I think we, we Except don't that get you've been the credit. only leaders of the world ever. It was it was a joke. Really. <laughs> I don't think Matt gets enough credit. Matt puts in an awful lot of work. 
And I appreciate all the time that I get to spend with Matt. He's one of my favorite people whenever we get to. I, it's one of the things I look forward to is spending time with Matt. He's just such a cool dude. I wish I you would speak a little bit louder. That would be my only. If, <laughs> oh, if we're, if we're yeah, going compliment sandwich here. Yeah. You're a great dude. You're a great dude. Speak up. You make a fantastic cocktail. Um, boom. And, boom. That and, I, will, and, I will co-sign. That I will co-sign. <laughs> And and Mitchell, uh, it was great to meet you in person at uh, mm-hmm. at PCA this year. This is the first time I got to meet Mitchell in person. Totally. And his exuberance for the industry as a whole. Uh, if you were to uh, chime in to any of our text threads, uh, Eric does not miss a moment to call me jaded about the industry. Uh, and I think that I, I can be a little bit, but uh, but just Mitchell's excitement about the industry was in, infectious for me. And it, it kind of helped me like re, like reinvigorate uh, with uh, kind of what we're doing, which is maybe leading to me potentially writing some more reviews uh, for the website. Wow. I know it's I'm, I'm all don't talk, hold your but, breath, uh, anybody. Yeah, nobody hold your breath. I, I said weeks, months, or years, so we've got time. Uh, it will eventually happen. Uh, Jordan, let's uh, let's take a look at. Those I love votes. that you, you build in low expectations when you commit to something. The votes. Hey, I got a corporate background, buddy. By the way, I will tell uh, be, you. Wait, before Jordan says the votes, and maybe Jordan, you were about to say this. I didn't mean to jump on you here, but this is the most similar votes That's we've exactly ever had saying. the facebook yeah. and the youtube and are, are literally uh, one percentage point they're exactly the same they're ex- they're for all intents and purposes they're exactly the same we are we already know it should the be sandbagger was like oh i've got the cigar that you all wish you had and they but, but you don't <laughs> i feel like you won randy they went i honestly do like this Robbie with 62%, Randy with 38%. Robbie takes the win on oh, that this that particular episode. That's not close. No, no, the I two platforms were close to each oh, other. Oh, the same. I no, see. Yeah, I misunderstood. Facebook and YouTube were the same votes. I see. I thought we were going to Norm- end up with like a 51-49. You guys- no, normally. Yeah, yeah. Normally- had, I, had I shown up and gone, oh, well, but... Uh, Carlito handed me this cigar, well, and it's it's you know, whatever. <laughs> this whole thing is rigged. I will say both of you guys did a great job on the pairing. I think I did a great job on the pairing. I don't want to get into my pairing too much because we already gone all through this. But man, yeah, we didn't salt, even ask you guys. The saltiness really like uh, mine's a mine's a Camacho base, so I always get the saltiness out of the Corojo that they Ooh, they base most of their blends out of. That's a good point. Uh, and the saltiness in the old fashioned really brought that out. In I don't get it too much in the Triple Maduro uh, Imperial Stout blend, but man, this salt in the in the old fashioned really just yeah. that was the the synergy between the two is really great. This is the uh, this uh, cocktail is the tide that raises all boats <sighs> because it yes. is it, it can go. I think it could go with literally anything. If you had an Al Capone menthol, you'd be happy oh, yeah. right now. Like literally <laughs> anything that you were anything that you were smoking at this point would be phenomenal. I'm smoking something totally different than you guys. This Alfonso no. is a Connecticut, and it is absolutely a fantastic pairing. This old fashioned. I mean, it's it's incredible. It it really is. So so amazing. let's. I know we got to wrap this up, but let me just ask you guys. Uh, you know, the two two good Tormsons on, on the show here. You guys are such old fashioned honks. Uh, yeah. This is such a regular drink for you guys that you you mix in with or without cigars into your personal lives. Would you say that the the variances that we covered tonight on the show truly elevate this to a better cocktail than than the classic traditional oh. that you're used to? 
Absolutely. I, I don't, I mean, I've had a lot of old wow. fashions. I can't say this is the best one I've ever had, but I mean, like, maybe, like, <laughs> yeah. off the top of my head, this probably is. I think, um, Jordan, wait, wait. I think it's the best that we've ever made. Yeah, that oh, I've that's made. what I was going to yeah, say. Absolutely. Ourselves. The best yeah. that, I've, that we've made. The and, best at home yeah. uh, yeah. old fashioned I've ever had. Now, yeah. of course, one, one thing I was going to uh, cover was. Your first inclination when you want to upgrade a cocktail is just upgrade the alcohol, right? Like just, uh, yes. just put like Randy did, just put like a peerless bourbon or something in there. That's that's a great way to go. But th- what I like about this is we just put an old Forester. Yeah, it's it's upgrading all the other ingredients. Mm-hmm. It's upgrading the sugar. It's right. adding the salt. Uh, it's all the other things that you can do, and you could still put in just like a regular old bourbon that you can get for twenty six bucks on off the right. shelf, and you have one of the best old fashions that you could possibly make. That's insane. Right, yeah. that's a great point. That's, but I put a ninety dollar bourbon, and I still lost to this guy sixty two to thirty. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but you, you didn't. You you only mentioned that once. Frankly, it took Jordan to bring it back up. Randy, if you want to win, you know what I mean. You got to. It's not about spending some, money. Some, we, we need to get Randy like I, to how to run in a campaign. I love um, Randy. I love Randy's excuse. He's like, "Well, if I would have just picked a cigar that people would have voted for, then I would have won." <laughs> I don't know why I didn't. I, it, it's oh, funny. Come it's, on, the chat twentieth that no one's even seen other than our it's, it's, pick but it, it's like but nobody knows what it tastes like. Maybe it's a terrible pairing. Well, that's, it's, it's actually that's not. My it's point. A very good that's pairing. exactly my point. Well, it's, the it's, funny it's, thing it's is, I, the Tat Twenty is just a cigar we've all had. It's just a different size. It's just the Tat White Brown but, Label. It's just, it's just. But a it's size. but actually, Randy, the, the thing, the one thing I will say, and maybe I don't know if we need to do this on air or not, but I feel like I've had oh your boy before. I feel like I've had that. I feel like we've done that on the show. Maybe we haven't, oh. but it feels like we have. Well. And I know we haven't done this, so mm. there's that. But uh, there was, there is, Chad has asked the question three times. I don't know if we have time for this, Randy. We don't. Uh, Maybe we don't. We we should do an after hour show. You and me, we come on the air just separately. Because we have very specific thoughts about this. Well, that's the thing. I don't have enough time to to say what I have to say about the question at hand. I have like, like actually very intimate knowledge of this. Oh uh, boy. Uh Of course you're going to make it about you and your experience. Uh, I mean, you know, some, you talk about he, your he experience, I talk Germany. about mine. It was a, it was uh, a cold so, night with his wife. <laughs> uh, hey, there's no better place to drink than in Germany, except maybe Amsterdam. Um, I was so going to say Chad's, Amsterdam. I was first place Chad's, I had a Chad's question, he did an Ask Dojo question real quick. Robbie and Randy, what are your thoughts on Anchor, the Anchor Brewing situation? Now, Anchor Brewing Company is the oldest craft brewery in the United America. States in history. Um, and they just recently announced they are liquidating the business or going out of business. Wow. This is something that they've taken steps. They stopped making this. They stopped making that. And then now they've decided that they're not going to distribute anymore. Randy, I think this this should be maybe this could be a wild card episode where we talk like about it. the state of craft can, brewing. Can, can, can maybe we do a pairing with Anger Steam while we can still get it? You know, at, I'm at telling you, if, talk if, about it. I like it. One of the first pairings we ever did was with Anchor Porter, and I've that's gone true. out and I've bought, and that's one of the beers that Randy you can keep kind of long term as long as you hold mm-hmm. it in a you know in a stable environment, it's going to last. I've gone out and I've bought a couple of uh, cases of Anchor Porter because I love it. It's a fantastic. Oh, yeah. It is the best, the quintessential and defined American porters as far as I'm concerned. It's a yeah. delicious beer. We've covered it on the show. Uh, but I think there's it more was our to... it was our technically first show ever. It was right. Uh, yeah, it was letter Anchor. A. Yeah, it, in the first it, yeah, season. Yeah. 
So I think that we should we could get into that, but it, there's not enough time, Chad. But you asked really that question it? like six times. We'll get yeah, into it. Maybe it's a wild times, card yeah. episode. Um, but uh, <laughs> really wanted to get that I, one in. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do think it's worth talking about, and it's it's a it's a trend really um, yeah. where there's is there room for that middle level um, um, brewery? Is there regional? There's brewery, some. Yeah. Yeah, that well, they weren't even regional; they were national. It's it's uh, it, it's, it's just an interesting. Eh, it's an, it, we're splitting hairs. It's an interesting topic, uh, and we could get into that at some point, uh, but not today. Uh, Randy, <laughs> we are going to uh, let's talk about actually. Let's talk about what's going on in Smoke Night Live. Then we'll talk about next week. So, uh, uh, Eric, what's happening? Yes, Sm- uh, I actually cast my vote already. I am excited. I'm oddly excited for this uh, Friday's episode. I can actually tell you guys the next uh, three Smoke Night Lives uh, that is going to go down. Um, so this Friday night, uh, two nights from tonight, uh, this Friday, we were, were going to have our video game uh, bracket. We've, we're trying to narrow this down to 16 video games, and we will have Alex Tavella from Smoke In as a guest, as well as we're giving Juan Cancel an opportunity to redeem himself, Jordan. He better um, not be in his car. He, I will be deep. No, he said he's going to be in the studio, so he's, he's, he's a gamer. He's a, he's a hardcore gamer. So we are going to uh, – here's the idea with the show, guys. There's a million ways you can go with gaming. Is it PC gaming? Is it the greatest games of all time? That, 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 that. We, we decided to go with the iconic games that are unique to the systems themselves. So we're going to have four like regionals. It. Uh, one is the arcade, you know, basically the stand-up style arcade games. Um, there'll be four of those. Four Nintendo uh, titles. There'll be four PlayStation titles. And then there'll be another category, which is combined Xbox and Sega, because we found out that there's be weak. There's not a lot of Xbox-exclusive um, games. And so uh, to do this, we have eliminated PC games. We've eliminated sports-related games. So we're trying to just nail it down to the ones that you kind of remember as a kid getting with the system. You, know, you got the system for Christmas, and boom, you got Mario Karts or whatever you got. So we're going to be doing that. If you want to help uh, determine those 16 games, you can do so by going to CigarDojo.com. Look at the uh, uh, next Smoke Night Live uh, promo uh, article, and there's a link to a form where you can fill out the ones that you would pick. And then we'll cultivate all of those answers and we'll come up with 16 and then we're going to fight it out on the air jordan oh, yeah. to see which video game reigns supreme uh that's i already uh, know who uh, the top two uh, are going to be i, I, I was going to say I look, look, look. i'm did you I'm randy have you I'm, voted yet I, I i'm not i'm pulling it open just to make sure then, then the, you have nothing the, to say the, there's only one game there's only one game that should be the winner and if it's not even included I, I right, what like is we're it? gonna have a problem ever having a show again together as as, as a team. Pac-Man. Oh, it, it's on here. It's on here. Okay. Right. It's um, but but no, come on. There's one game that that changed the way that everybody looked at gaming. There's one game that Street engages Potter? your uh, every essence Kirby? and sense. <laughs> you guys want to know my vote? Yeah. I I didn't get invited to the show, so I'm just gonna cast my vote right now. Anybody that says anything other than GoldenEye is just uh, absurd, I'm, I'm and I, I'm sorry for you. Your your childhood <laughs> was was uh, misspent, and, and, well, and, 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 and I mean, and, I was in college, know. but yeah, we, we, we had a lot of, a lot of nights. Yeah. Go, where go, was... GoldenEye, grenade launcher in the temple, bring all the smoke. No. I'll take it. That you got it. You got it. 
that you got to outlaw them. the you got to outlaw the proximity mines because that's it's <laughs> a, a whole separate set of scenarios. Right. But uh, yeah, many many a night spent on oh, yeah. uh, on Goldeneye. Good vote, Randy. Good so vote. hopefully, hopefully people understand kind of what we're getting at here. Remember, all on these on these bracket challenges, boys. There's so many ways you can go. We we have to we yeah, have to find a way to narrow, narrow it down to 16 uh, right. titles. So that's the way we went this time. It should be a man. When he said remember, I was uh, who else was about to start yelling? Never smoke alone. I, I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Uh, so then, get this. The I week, was ready to say Randy's reads. Uh, uh, the week after that, uh, we'll have Nick Perdomo on the show. Get this. We're oh. going to be smoking the brand new 30th anniversary cigar. Live I'm flying on out. Are we, we going yes. to be smoking it? Yes, we will be smoking it. I, I just invited myself. Are we, we, uh, we going to be smoking this? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We, Jordan, we, let Sarah know. I'll be booking guys? my flight later this evening. I'm coming. I will not be missing that, Eric. Don't when that when do me. we get to smoke this? We, that's fine. We. Uh, Nick is going to be sending me a, a little care package uh, Monday uh, of the 30th no, anniversary. Notice how he said me and not us. That's so the get this. Yeah. this if, if any of those get to me, don't send them to Randy because I know where those go. This, we have two separate addresses. It's not a thing anymore. This cigar so. has an incredible story, so we're going to be diving deep into that story. It's going to be a ton of fun. And Obviously, Nick Perdomo is oh, uh, real quick on the yeah. video game thing. Kevin says, "How Kevin Acuff says, how could Galaga not make the list? Mm. You guys can in, enter your own yeah. entries, like yeah. in this form. Just put in if if there's a game that you want in there, just put it put in, in other, put it in other. Yeah, I'll see so, you yeah, there, yeah. Chad. I'll there you see go. you there." And then yeah, the Chad's week after that, right. guys, we are going to be doing the cigar brand stock market, which we haven't done for a while, but seemingly perfect timing after yes. the PCA. Are these are the brands moving up? Are they moving down? Do you sell Romocraft now? Do you buy Romocraft with the, the new release? So on and so forth. So we'll be doing that. Coop's going to be on the show. Aaron's going to be on the show. Randy's probably going to be on the show. Uh, that should be Robbie's going to be on the show. Robbie, no? it can be on the show. Yeah, no. if you want to. Robbie be on the doesn't show. even get an invite. This is this is this is disappointing. <laughs> Robbie talks in the third person. Robbie, here's what happens. I'll say to you, Robbie, what do you think? I don't follow the cigar industry anymore. I, I don't even. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> hey, I just told you that Mitchell reignited my interest in the in right. the business. Yeah, you're invited. So, um, anyways, in. that's the next three episodes of uh, Smoke Live. Should be a ton of fun, boys. What's next week on Flavor Odyssey? Randy, go. I'm going to announce this one because you are not necessarily. Randy's not really on board with this. I, I think am, Jordan, I am, but somewhere deep in his soul, is on board with this. <laughs> but okay, I'm going to say a word that's probably going to upset most of you. The mm. word is Negroni, mm. and we're talking about cocktail trends. I don't know if there's been a cocktail that's been hotter this last three or four years than Negronis. Negronis are everywhere negroni boulevardier different versions of the negroni we are going with a different version of the negroni we're taking one of the hottest spirits randy in the industry and one of the hottest cocktails in the industry and we're going to mash them together and we are going to go with a mezcal negroni i can tell you firsthand wow. they will get you absolutely tossed and this is going to be outside of an ipa randy this is going to be one of our toughest toughest pairing episodes ever agreed there's so yep. much intense flavor in a negroni yep. on its own yep. now you take yep. the gin out and you replace that with a smoky mezcal there's a lot happening it's going to be really right. really difficult i'm anticipating a lot of thumbs downs it's going to be really really interesting but it's a fantastic drink it is a huge trend, and we if if we don't address it in our 
cocktail trends segment, then we're just not doing it right. So we are going after. We're diving in. If you're going to get wet, you may as well swim. We are jumping in head first into the Mezcal Negroni next week. We don't have a specific recipe, but it's basically a Negroni recipe. You just, instead of gin, use Mezcal. That's the only change. Uh, that that being said, stay tuned for the Monday live. Check out uh, com because we will be posting. Yeah, we'll uh, pick one. Rob and I are, are going to battle it out, and we are going to like define exactly what recipe we will be uh, drinking on the show. Uh, so stay tuned on all the Cigar Dojo outlets to find out what that is so you can pair along. Beautiful. This was a lot of fun. I can already tell that uh, you guys should uh, clear your calendars because every one of these episodes is going to run long. Uh, we don't really tend to run. This is one of the longest episodes we've probably ever done, but we ever. just had so much to talk about. And it's it's a lot of fun because it's these are classics with new uh, infusions, uh, and we're, we're just really excited about it. This is one of my favorite shows we've ever done. I had a blast. I hope you guys did too. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Thanks to everybody for pairing along. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next Wednesday as Odyssey continues.